Hey everyone, this is the Fantasy Debate with Sam and Tate, brought to you by DrRoto.com. Get your daily prescription of fantasy sports. This episode is brought to you by WinView Games, the nation's sports prediction leader and home for pregame and live prop contests. You can play against your league mates, you can play against your friends, your family, even play against your co-host and find out who knows their stuff best. This week we're going to be covering the Thursday night showdown of the Steelers versus the Vikings. Go to winview.tv slash doc and get $100 matched on your first deposit. That is $100 matched on your first deposit. Enjoy the game. It's going to be so much fun. Tate, are you ready for this one? I mean, I'm suited and booted. I mean, for those for those of you who are listening on the audio uh, form of the podcast, that doesn't mean diddly squat to you, but <laughs> I am in full suit and tie. And by boots, I mean I'm wearing snow boots and because I'm up here in northern Michigan where it's been snowing cats and dogs. I don't even know if that's a saying, but it is. You already mentioned your cat pre-show uh who has no soul right now the weather has no soul up here so here i am i'm ready to go let's do this all right i, I can definitely empathize with that and yes there is a reason Knox is kicked out of the studio today he is he's in an attitude in a mood but let's talk football we've got lots to cover a lot of really fun games on the slate before we get into the thursday night matchup i just kind of want to go right off the top quickly with the cardinals versus the rams this is a game i'm super excited to watch on monday well, why wouldn't you be? I mean, this is has all kinds of playoff vibes to it, right? I mean, you have yeah. the Cardinals are trying to really solidify slash take home that all-important number one seed. And then the Rams, who are Super Bowl or bust, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they've pretty much traded and acquired every big-name veteran star that you can imagine that was open on the market uh, in an attempt to go ahead and get over the hump. And this is a measuring temperature gauge gut check time against a division rival who's playing at a high level and just got their MVP caliber quarterback back into the fold in Kyler Murray. So, yeah, no, I mean, Monday night madness can't ask for a better one. It's nice to have like meaningful primetime games, in particular on Monday night football. Sometimes we get some duds, but this one should live up to the billing. No, this one should absolutely live up to the bill. Let's start with the quarterbacks in this one, actually, just for those that are either in the playoffs this week or need to win this week to make playoffs for next week. How do you feel about starting Kyler this week? Obviously, against the Bears, he had a phenomenal game. He had two passing touchdowns equally to uh, rushing touchdowns. I don't know that he's going to get the rushing touchdowns in this matchup against the Rams, but I do feel like he is shifty enough that he's going to still get you some measurable floor of running yards he had 39 yards against them in week four i was just gonna say go back to week four i mean yeah. he he was efficient he was productive and i mean kyler's gonna do kyler things period so i i'm confident that this arizona offense is going to continue to click and, and and produce points uh it's just what are we gonna get from the Los Angeles Rams. Are we getting good Matthew Stafford? Are we getting great Matthew Stafford? Are we getting Detroit Lions, who just got their first victory of the season type Matthew Stafford? Which one are we going to get? And, you know, does this offense continue to click? We just feel like they're kind of inconsistent from time to time. They kind of tease you with these monster games in big moments at times, and then other times they show up in a, in a meaningful game and they lay it, lay an egg. So I, I'm going to trust that the Arizona Cardinals, who are 9-2 and two for a reason, uh, with their quarterback uh, back into the fold. I, I mean, my money's on, on the Arizona Cardinals to handle their business. 
I definitely have my money on the Cardinals win as well. Um, they are just, I feel, more well-rounded to take on this matchup. I just feel like they've got the swagger right now. They have the momentum, and the Rams are just kind of scrambling right now. But going back to Stafford and how we feel like he's going to perform this weekend, I have to be hopeful that just based on the firepower that Kyler Murray brings, it's going to force Stafford to throw a lot. And he's going to have a big game when he faced tough defense against the Bucks. He threw for over 300 yards and he had four touchdowns when he played against the Packers, who surprisingly have had a pretty decent defense this season, threw for three touchdowns and had over 300 yards. So I'm just kind of hedging my bets. I mean, against the Colts, he even had 278 yards. Um, and then he had uh, two touchdowns in that one. So to me, like, there is potential there. I'm just, like, hedging my bets on likely a shootout type of game. I don't think it's a bad bet. Uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game for sure. I and mean, we even dating back to that Week 4 matchup. Now, granted, you can't just copy and paste. But Steffi showed up to a certain extent. I mean, he threw for 280 and two tutties and uh, threw the ball 41 times. And he's that was just one of three games where he's had 40 or more pass attempts in a contest. So I do think it's going to be kind of a duel of the two quarterbacks. You know, just the way that... Kyler stepped back into the lineup, and it felt like he didn't even miss a beat, right? Absolutely. So I, I just expect uh, Kyler Murray to, to kind of make a statement. And this really would be – I think that this would actually just seal the deal for them in the division because we're in week 14. There's not much football left to be played, and this would give them the season series over the over the L.A. Rams. So, um, yeah, uh, I'm expecting the Cardinals – and the Rams, some fireworks on Monday Night Football, Sam. How do you feel about DeAndre Hopkins specifically for the Cardinals? I know that he's had some really great weeks this season. He's obviously just come back from injury. And on his first game back, he had two. He was two for two. So efficiency's there, and he had a touchdown. <laughs> but that touchdown kind of saved his day for you. Yeah, I, I'm still starting DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, we, Yeah, you're definitely not not starting him, but I mean – are you nervous? I'm nervous. Of course, yeah. The target volume is concerning. I mean, you, you only see two targets for a guy that has, you know, almost religiously lived in the 150 targets a year um, threshold over, like, the last five or six seasons. Yeah, you, you do not like seeing that from Hopkins, but it just kind of shows you how many different options this offense really has that – they can still be productive with D-Hop only seeing two targets for an entire game. So I'm still starting DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not expecting a particularly big breakout game or anything like that from D-Hop. If I get a, a 15 spot in, in a PPR um, league, then I'm okay with that for D-Hop for this week. Yep, and I mean, obviously, Cooper Cup's going to be a legend, as he always is, so nothing necessarily to worry about there. Darrell Henderson's still getting the start. He's been very, very consistent. Um, last week, he had the last game he played, he had a fantastic game against the Packers. Missed him against the Jag... Jag the he Jaguars. was active. That was the worst. He was, was the, he was worst. A, He was active, which is... Why make him active? I, oh, that was heartbreaking. Did you start him in any league? Because I actually started him in a league, and luckily I, 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 the rest of my team balled out and I won. But <laughs> holy crap, Like anybody that started him in the playoffs last week got screwed. Absolutely screwed. That was atrocious. I mean, hopefully he is going to actually get the start this week and not have to uh, 
worry the rest of us? I mean, WTF, McVeigh? Like, well, yo, <laughs> why? Like, why you got to do that to us? Just don't start him. It's fine. He just he can walk out there in a sweater and a and a baseball cap. It's fine. Like, it's not gonna upset us. Just it upsets us when we don't get to see our players out there. Um, but yeah, gutted us. Like he gutted a ton of fantasy owners who just was like, okay, Darrell Henderson's active. That has to mean that he's a go like no instead sony michelle goes bonkers it's which does that make you nervous now that michelle actually had his best game of the season um do you think that there's any small opportunity that they make this more committee you know like a full split like does it worry you are you are you fading the darrell henderson against the cardinals I'm not fading him by any means. If he's starting and I'm monitoring how he is in practice and I feel like he's good, I'm I'm good. I'll start him. But with Sonny Michelle being slightly better, maybe in deeper leagues, I'll feel better about flexing someone like Sonny Michelle because if Henderson's not 100%, maybe he's going to feel a little bit more even split of carries and targets. I just, I don't know. I don't know that I'm starting Sony Michelle over Drill Henderson by any It just way. really scares the the poop out of me. I mean, Thank I feel like so. I have to I have to change my fantasy pants right now when it comes to Drill Henderson. Like I wasn't expecting I mean I I changed my daughter's diapers. I mean, uh, this is my version of of needing a change is like I don't know how to feel about Darrell Henderson right now, particularly in a must-win situation, trying to get into the playoffs or already in the fantasy playoffs. So I know it's a weird analogy. Sorry about that. I've been changing diapers for a long time now. Um, happy birthday, you know, not too long ago. Baby K, oh, go Bucks. Baby K, happy birthday. Let's go ahead and switch it up then. Pivot. We'll pivot to pivot. your Bucks since, you know, you mentioned your Bucks. And I, this is another game that I'm very excited about, Bucks versus the Bills. I mean... This is obviously a must win for Brady in his scenario because the way that they're gearing up to get into the playoffs to go and make the Super Bowl push, they need to beat a team like the Bills. And the Bills, by equal opportunity, they have to show up. So this is going to be like a grinded out, super intense game, in my opinion. Bills are in a free fall right now. I mean, granted, they they handled it. They, they you know, waxed the New Orleans Saints. But, you know, this team, we thought that they would be maybe the front runners to win the AFC or at least get the number one seed heading into the they postseason. The one, like crying out loud. And all of a sudden, the New England Patriots, who... Did you think that at one point when you were like taking a look at the box score, right? We're in the fourth quarter and Bill Belichick threw the football one time. Mac Jones was one for one for 12 yards to Jonu Smith. <laughs> In the fourth quarter, like <laughs> what in this sand hell? I mean, is this Bill Belichick's just way of messing with us, like messing with fantasy? Like, did he really think that that's the game plan against the Buffalo Bills is to just grind out the clock? I mean, holy bejesus! They <laughs> I think I think that Bill is, you know, he is a Jedi. He he's a Sith Lord, and he knows how to work defenses how to capitalize his offense i think he knew 110 percent. he's like they're gonna love this in the news and like we're not gonna throw it was like we're not nope we're gonna do it our way and we're gonna make them play our level of football in our weather i mean arguably the bills know this weather too it's not foreign to them but at the same time bill just knows how to play his guys in the snow like this is totally his his realm i told multiple people i'm like this is the game to bet to win the, to for the 
Patriots to win. And everyone's like, really? Josh Allen? Firepower? I'm like, no. This was even before I saw any of the weather. I was like, this is going to be a Bill Belichick game where at the end of it, he's just going to be like having a half smile, which we did see a half smile on the sidelines. It was there. It was just a Bill game. Yeah. We... We've seen Josh Allen, though, have his struggles against Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this is just this is just a weird game that you you never see that in in today's NFL as a team win a football game, much less kind of go in with a game plan and they only threw the ball three times. Like I, I mean, I'm sure that there's someone out there that has the stats, uh, like the last time that. An NFL team, maybe an NFL team has never gone during the Super Bowl era just throwing the ball three times during a football game. Like I'd have to go and look that up, but that's just wild. But moving forward, now the Bills, it doesn't get any easier, right? I mean, they, they just ran into a team that won six straight games, riding a ton of momentum, and now they find themselves looking like up at the Patriots in the standings. And who's next? The defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have been lights out at Raymond James Stadium so far this year. I think they're averaging like 38 points per game at home, which is, you know, they're putting it all on everybody. And I think that Tom Brady's going to take that momentum from last week and just kind of continue to roll. I, I mean, I see the Bills making it more of a game than they did against the Patriots, but, you know, the Bucks are starting to get healthy. And that's a scary thing. For the Buffalo Bills, who have really lost their way and could find themselves at seven and six, um, I just I, I think the Bucks are gonna. I, I personally think the Bucks are gonna win by by ten or more points. I don't know that it's going to be that close. I do think it's going to be a very high scoring game. Like, thankfully, they can thaw out and go to some warmer weather, and it'll be you know, you know, like you said, a Bucks home game. So that's going to cater to them, and it's going to help. Hopefully, Josh Allen have far more yards and far more opportunities to, you know, have those completions just given the better weather, because looking at 145 throwing yards for Josh Allen is just, it's bleak. I mean, I'm hoping that he's going to go over the 300 mark in this one, just because he's going to have to play keep up with Brady. And then after this one, he's got Carolina and then he's got to reface new England in new England. And then he's got the Falcons and the jets. So of those five, Two really rough matchups and then three that you're not so worried about. But as a fantasy manager, you've got the Bucks this week and then you've got Carolina next week. So you've just got to survive this week and hope that Josh Allen can bring the heat and keep that a high-scoring game. Yeah, he's going to have to. I, I, I don't see – and it doesn't help that the Buffalo Bills recently lost Tredavious White, who's one of the better cover corners in the National Football League when you're going up against the likes of – Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and, and the whole collection of, of weapons that Brady has at his disposal. So, yeah, no, I th- I th- it's going to be an exciting game. I just, I personally think the Bucks are going to handle their business against the Buffalo Bills. And uh, I'm not going to say that people have figured out Buffalo, but certainly the Bills aren't what I thought that they would be as far as they're looking like contenders uh, heading down the back half of the season. I agree completely. Let's talk about the pass catchers for the Bucks and who we think is going to go off this week. I mean, obviously, Gronk came back and had another two-touchdown game. Man, turn excited. back the clock. Turn, turn back, the, back clock. the clock. Turn back the clock. The one year that I finally am like buying it on Gronk, I'm like, yes, I'm reaping the benefits of two touchdowns a game. Two, two spikes. <laughs> two spikes, too. Yeah. 
uh, two spikes. You know, you love it. Um, but in terms of how you see the targets sharing across the board for them against the Bills and how they match up, is there a receiver that you prefer in this one? Just Chris Godwin. Uh, you know, Chris Godwin seems to be the, the steady force in this offense. And, boy, I mean, goodness golly. Uh, 15 receptions? Holy cow. Uh, 143 yards against Atlanta. So, yeah, I mean, Godwin's kind of the constant. I mean, Gronk is certainly, when healthy, has proven to be back to his, you know, elite red zone ways. I mean, the dude is just, he's a Hall of Famer, first ballot for a reason. Uh, and then Mike Evans, Mike Evans is kind of that that vertical threat um, that has continued to, you know, just be Mike Evans. So, I mean, they, they complement each other really well, but Godwin's kind of the piece they can move all over the field um, and, and kind of win inside, outside, you know, vertically underneath everything. And Godwin seems to really be Brady's most consistent target in the passing game. So yeah, for me, it's fire up Chris Godwin. I like him for DFS too. Love it. And then, I mean, also Leonard Fournette has had massive success. Yeah. Let's talk about turning back the clock and Lenny. Absolutely love it. He did have seven catches last week and 48 yards receiving touchdown you love that he had 44 rushing yards but just the way that they're able to use him in so many different facets i mean i think this just speaks to brady knowing how to use his guys and that team understanding that they've got multiple weapons that can do multiple things it's just it's exciting to watch so to me this is you know this is start all your bucks scenario and this is going to be a high scorer. I'm just, I'm excited yeah. to see fireworks. He's seen, I mean, you go back over the last month, he has seen at least six targets, and including in three of those games, he's seen eight or more targets. Like, Fournette has really locked down what is basically a, a workhorse role in one of the most potent offenses in the National Football League. I mean, and he's also getting it done on the ground. He's not quite as efficient as you'd like, but he's still productive. Um, so, I mean, yeah, Leonard, running back four right now in PPR. I mean, I really did not see him. I thought that this was going to be a committee heading into the season, and it pseudo looked like one early on. But they kind of, since week four, have just gave the, the lead dog role to Leonard Fournette, and he's literally taken the opportunity and run with it. Absolutely. I kind of love to see it, too. I, I love seeing the turning back the clock, seeing the success late, and, I mean, I'm all for it. So let's go ahead and pivot again. Let's ha! talk about the Thursday night matchup. Let's get into it. We've oh. got the Steelers versus the Vikings. I wonder who is the Steelers fan here. I've got my Steelers here. <laughs> I'm ready to go. My pants are Steelers too, but I'm not in a stand-up. Um, I'm just I knew I understood the assignment. We we're talking Steelers today. It's you know, are they gonna lose? Probably. But I'm I'm there for my team. I'm Whoa! <laughs> That's not representing. I mean, you just upset Steeler Nation. And by the way, you wear Steelers pants. Yeah. I mean, you know, they have leggings. <laughs> <laughs> leggings in California? Whatever. Grow up. Anyway, um, it's supposed to rain tomorrow here. <laughs> oh, shut up. Anyway, now I'm sorry. I did. That was rude. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm upset because I have to go scrape ice off my car every night. So, I mean, it, you know, That's ice and snow. <sighs> I'm wearing boots. I like, I, I almost like ate it the other day, like Polly and Rocky four when he went to Russia, like, oh. you know, just face plant in the snow. Anyway. All right. Uh, regardless though, let's go do a little wind view. Time to talk wind a little view. wind view. Time to talk always, to always fun. Guys, Let's do it. Again, go to windview.tv slash duck. Enter $100 deposit match. 
That's free money there for you. And it'll be a lot of fun to go through these questions. And we will dissect the game as we go through them. But right off the bat, the reason why I said I don't know that the Steelers are going to win this one is because the first question on the board is Minnesota wins the game by three or more points. So they put that one out there first. So that wasn't just me. Just saying. I read the I read at least the first question before we started. Today. Look, Winview knows that you're a marketing force. So they <laughs> did someone targeted Samantha R. Holt or Sam All Things Awesome, whether you're following her on Instagram or Twitter, just go follow her on both. But yeah, they they they're they're messing with your head here, Sam. They are. They're trying to they're trying to psych me out. They're playing mind games. It's, it's causing a pretzel in my head. I just don't understand. No, but uh, Minnesota winning the game by three or more points. That is the question on the board. Yes or no. I think it's I think whoever wins this game, it's going to be by three. It's going to at least be by three. It's, this is going to be a very close game. So I am going to say yes, but I'm what? not liking it because I, I, the reason why I'm saying I don't think the Steelers are going to win is because I feel like Justin Jefferson just like comes out of nowhere and we'll just save the team and the day. Like, obviously, they're without Dalvin Cook. I believe he's still not going to be playing tomorrow as well. The Steelers' front is going to be there to stop Alexander Madison as best they can. And I totally believe in all things that are TJ Watt. You know, I might as well have just a giant fat head of him right behind me because <laughs> I, am, I am a huge, like, yes, he is my guy. So I think we'll be able to stop that. I don't know that we're going to be able to stop Justin Jefferson. Well, what works in your favor, though, hear me out, and I'm actually going to, I'm saying no. I don't think the Minnesota Vikings are going to win by three or more points. I, I mean, everything it seems like with the Minnesota Vikings comes down to like a, a last second field goal. I mean, it yeah. just seems like they're that team that, you know, whether they played well or whether they played poorly, somehow they're always hanging around in a game, it feels like. And it feels like the Steelers are kind of that way, too. Both teams are just you know, hovering around being a good football team, but not a great football team. And they sometimes win games that they should or should not. Like it, it just, they're both teams that like won't take control of their own damn destiny. It feels like, ah, um, sorry. <laughs> and they're not even my team and it's frustrating, but um, so, but back to Justin Jefferson. So while I do think he's going to have success, what, concerns me is that I think we're going to he's going to see a lot of extra attention I think we're going to see a lot of bracket coverage um, not that Justin Jefferson still won't get open he won't get schemed open but what I believe is going to happen is with no Adam Thielen who is doubtful with I believe what is an ankle injury and he yep. is probably not going to be a go uh, defensively you're going to be able to show Justin Jefferson an appropriate amount of attention so I, I just think that they're going to try to make someone other than Justin Jefferson beat the Steelers defense consistently. Um, and then when you flip it on the other side of the coin and you're looking at the, the Steelers offense, I do think that they're going to find some success um, in particular in the passing game against this Minnesota secondary. I mean, I'm not really blown away by any of the corners that the Minnesota Vikings have as they're trying to match up against Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson. Um, and even up front, I, I think that the Steelers will hold up well enough to be able to find some rushing lanes for Najee Harris. So, yeah, I, I actually think the Steelers win this football game outright. 
All right, all right. Maybe I'm just trying to like reverse jinx and say they'll probably lose and just to get the win because that's what I did say this past weekend against the Ravens and they ended up winning. I was like, yay! <laughs> I, I see. That's what I'm saying. Like the uh, and that was that was a that was a great kind of like throwback game between the Steelers and the Ravens. They they it seems like they always play each other pretty tight as well. Absolutely, they do. They're. That division is insane the way that they play each other. It just frustrates the hell out of me because it's anxiety inducing. So, I mean, trying to catch my breath after that one and then going up against Minnesota in the Thursday night matchup, I'm just, my heart can't take it. So, I'll watch it. It'll be fun. I'm just going to, I'm going to hope. And, you know, like you said, hopefully our receivers can capitalize in, and that'll, you know, just get us the win. See, I'm all flustered. Yeah. I, come on. Just. <laughs> Make prediction, move on to number two. Number two. Both teams combined for 44 or more points in the game. I hate the over-unders when it comes to the Steelers right now because I don't trust their offense a whole lot. Uh, (laughs) But, again, I just mentioned that I like some of the individual matchups in the secondary. And there's just something about, I think that the Steelers can take some momentum from that Ravens game where they were able to scratch, claw, and really, I think they kind of saved their season. So, right here it feels like this is the game that the Pittsburgh Steelers can come out and show that they are a team to be reckoned with in an AFC that no one has really taken control of yet, maybe outside of the New England Patriots. So... I'm saying both teams will score above 44 or more points uh, combined. I'm looking through at the previous games to see if this makes sense. And it looks pretty even in terms of games that went over 40 points combined total versus the under. So I'll agree with you. I think it's going to go. You said to get to go on the over. Yes. 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 Smashing the over. Let's go. Uh-huh. Life's too short to bet the under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, back to Justin Jefferson, who we just talked about, records 100 or more total receiving yards in this game. Yeah, this one's a tough one because you you expect with no... You, he's going to get a lot of coverage, but he's also probably going to get peppered with targets. Like, uh, you know, he always kind of sees a, his fair share of targets, really, with, with a couple outliers here or there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, with, with a banged-up Adam Thielen and him probably unavailable... I do expect uh, Jefferson to see double-digit targets. I don't know if the efficiency is necessarily going to be there. I mean, he has went for over 100 yards in in three of the last four games. So I'll go ahead and sheepishly say yes. All right. I think it's going to be yes as well. He's had five games this season where he had 100 or more yards. So primetime game, I, I, I I like the over there. So yes. Moving on, number four, Adam Thielen scores a touchdown in this game. Now! <laughs> He's probably not going to play. Thank you for giving us a layup. Now. <laughs> don't think he's going to play in this one. It's too short of a week. It's just, no, I don't think it's going to happen. Kirk Cousins passes for more total yards than Ben in this game. Well. You know, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that Kirk does throw for more yards uh, than Ben Roethlisberger. Um, given that I think that there's a path to victory for the Steelers to run through Najee Harris. Yep. Um, so for that reason, not to say that Big Ben won't hit his chunk plays to Deontay and Chase Claypool. I think he will. Um, but is that going to be enough to sustain what I think is going to be a higher passing volume for Kirk Cousins throughout the entire day? I don't. 
Give me Kirk. Yeah, give me Kirk as well. Just looking at their overall yards for the season, Ben has not had very many very sparse games over 300 yards whereas Kirk Cousins has far more so just based on what their overall total yards are on the season as well I I just don't see it happening so um I'm gonna go Kirk Cousins passes for more yards than Ben as well yes. let's go yes number six both teams force a turnover in the game Ooh. um I don't like this question Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. I mean, you get the three point six, you know, um, multiplier as opposed to the no one point nine. So I could see both defenses uh, turning over the opposing quarterbacks. T.J. Watt. Yep. Let's go. Let's Game wrecker. Love it. Number seven. Either team makes a field goal of. 44 or more yards in this game. Say yes, but I want to use my risk-free one shot because who the hell knows when it comes to field goals. And... But it's in a dome, right? Yes, yes. So, yes, in in theory, uh, the kicking condition should be perfect, but, you know, who knows? <laughs> this is just random freaking chance. I like the re- using the risk-free on this one, though. So, yeah. Unless you have some kicker analysis for me. I do not. I do not have that teed up for you. All right, I good. failed you, and I apologize. No, risk-free. That's what we have it for. We, <laughs> didn't, we have it for. Didn't, didn't have time to look up the kicker stats, so uh, we'll just go ahead with the risk-free. My bad. Uh, Najee Harris records 76 or more total rushing yards in this game. Yes, I think that this is their path to victory um, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Feed that man. Um, I, I f- believe if Najee Harris – I think the Steelers are undefeated – uh, or have not lost, check that, have not lost this year when Najee Harris sees 16 or more carries. So I want to go ahead and say that if the Steelers are going to win this one on the road, Najee Harris is going to be a big reason why. Love that. I just, just for that, I love it. Let's just go with that. Najee did you like Harris. that stat? I did. I liked it. I hope it was correct. I'm kidding. I hope so too. I can't type fast <laughs> enough to double check it. <laughs> All good. Moving on. Deontay Johnson records eight or more receptions in this game. I do think he's going to see a high volume. Eight's high, though. Um, eight is, high. Eight is he had, pretty. He had eight against the Ravens. He had nine against the Bengals. And then two weeks in a row with seven and five and six before, after, right before the bye. He's flirting with it. And certainly I do like his prospects uh, against the secondary unit, right? I was already kind of mentioning I'm not a huge mm-hmm. fan of any of the corners trying to check Deontay Johnson, even though Pat Pete is having a decent year. I mean, he's still the veteran version of Pat Pete. Uh, he's the aged, withered version of Pat Pete. So um, I'm going to go ahead and say Deontay, even though he, I think he's going to have a good game, eight's high, I'll take the under. Yeah, I agree there. And I think that Chase Claypool sees, sees the end zone in this one. Um, I just feel like they... Also, Najee Harris is available in the passing game. I just, eight is high when you look at the whole season. I just feel like it's a little high. So, moving on to the very last question Pittsburgh wins the game. Yeah. They're trying to see if you're being consistent. <laughs> I'm going to have to text Josh and be like, what were you doing with this? This was just to do it to me, right? Why would you do this? <laughs> I mess it with you. Like, <laughs> this is very personal. <laughs> like, good, like, you. What the hell? How, many, how many people do you think they got with this question? The first one and the last one. Like, did the Vikings win by more than three points? Yes. Did the, does Pittsburgh win the game? Yes. Like, <laughs> literally, they have somebody change their mind within the span of 10 questions. I know. But we, we kept it consistent, though. We said no. We did. And we, we are going to say Pittsburgh wins the game. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay positive. It's going to happen. 
you never know. Miracles can't happen. We can suddenly begin a stretch where all of a sudden we keep winning all out. Can you imagine? That'd be amazing. I feel like you're trying to quote angels in the outfield. Hey, it can happen. Yeah, it can happen. The little kid, you know. Hey, it can happen. That's a great movie. I love that movie. (laughs) I mean, that was Joseph Gordon-Levitt, right? Uh, well, he didn't say that quote, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt was. No, no, no. I know it wasn't him that said that quote. It was. I don't. I forget what his friend's name was in that movie. But anyway, point is, no, it was not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But he was one of the little boys. He was. Like the. People can't. Okay, if they're listening via audio, yes. I mean, right now I'm doing the angels' wings. We're doing the angels' wings. You know, it could happen. We don't know. It could happen. Got to be positive. Absolutely love it, guys. Don't forget to go over to winview.tv/doc again. Get that hundred dollars deposit match. Super fun, and you get to play against anyone. You can play against us. It's a lot of fun. We like doing it. Oh yeah, just a little bit. Uh, I also love recording the fantasy debate with Sam and Tate here on DrRoto.com. <laughs> so that being said, enjoy Thursday night football. Even Monday night football. We're gonna have a couple other great ones. Bucks, Bills. Week 14 of NFL action. Hard to believe we're already in week 14. It's getting close. If you're in your fantasy playoffs, good luck. If you need a win to get into your fantasy playoffs, good luck. Hopefully you don't have anybody that's on a bye this week because that really sucks. And until next time, later, says the Tater. Thanks, guys, for listening to the Fantasy Debate with Sam and Tate. Check out all the other content, seasonal and DFS tools, as well as premium access to our staff for all your fantasy sports questions in the members-only Discord right here at drrota.com. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.